It's uh, been a busy morning around here this morning, but it's been a good morning to be together and to be the church and to celebrate in this service today. As I said, the morning has been full. We started with our youth ringing bells. Our children offered a song for us. The choir has just offered a beautiful anthem that if, well, if I thought you would, you know, stay an extra few minutes, we could just sit and rest and reflect on that. But I know that the buffet line opens, and so we need to get to that too. In a minute, we will share in the installation and ordination of deacons. It's a full day. And it's also the week before homecoming. If you think you're crowded in your pew this morning, wait till next week when a large crowd is is here to gather to celebrate uh, all of the history and life and fullness of Oxford Baptist Church and then to go to the buffet line again for some food. But in the last five weeks, leading up to homecoming in 170 years, I've been preaching sermons from our church covenant. Because you see, the church covenant is the, gov- the covenant is the, the document, it's the practices that tell us how it is we are to be members, faithful members of Oxford Baptist Church. A while back, we put the church covenant on the front of the church website. And so if you need to look at your phone, you have the excuse that, oh, well, I was just looking up the covenant on the website while the preacher was preaching. But for those of you who aren't going to pull your phone out, there are six things our covenant says that we will do with and for one another. We will exercise Christian care and watchfulness over one another. We will attend the services and activities of the church regularly and joyfully. We will seek divine guidance and avoid ungodliness and be witnesses to God's love in the world. We will maintain a personal and family prayer life and will help train our children in the ways of the Lord. We will, as stewards of God's gifts, contribute generously to the ministries of the church tithing and, and then through our financial giving growing because of the work God does in us when we give generously and sacrificially. And today, the sixth tenet of the church covenant is this, that when we remove from this community, we will, as soon as is practical, unite with another church of a similar faith in order that we might carry out the spirit of this covenant and God's word. The sixth tenet of the covenant is One that says we believe that the life of faith in a congregation is so important that we will not just participate in the life of this congregation. But if we have to go somewhere else, we will recognize the importance of participating in a congregation there. Now, I don't know if I'm going to successfully hold together the fact that we're about to ordain three new deacons, and the reality that we believe congregations are important, so important that if you go, you need to join another one. But I'm going to attempt to do that because because I think there's a connection to be drawn there that can be summed up in the fact that I think we need church, or we need the church. 
Our scripture this morning reflects that we are ordaining some deacons. But it is the ministry of the deacons that underscores and and gives life to the fact that we need the church. That's where we're going. And we begin with a reading from Acts chapter 6, verses 1 through 7. Now during those days, the days of the early church, when the disciples were increasing in number, the Hellenists complained against the Hebrews because their widows were being neglected in the daily distribution of food. And the twelve called together the whole community of disciples and said, It's not right that we should neglect the word of God in order to wait on tables. Therefore, friends, select from among yourselves seven of good standing, full of the Spirit and of wisdom, whom we we may appoint to this task, while we, for our part, devote ourselves to prayer and to serving the word. What they said had pleased the whole community, and so they chose Stephen, a man full of faith in the Holy Spirit, together with Philip, Prochorus, Nicanor, Timon, Parmenas, Nicholas, a proselyte of Antioch. They had these stand before the apostles who prayed and laid their hands on them. And the word of God continued to spread, and the number of disciples increased greatly in Jerusalem, and many of the priests became obedient to the faith. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. So in Acts, the church elects seven deacons. Given the church's background and given the need that is stated there in that passage, it it doesn't actually feel like a radical act. It makes a lot of sense. Even Ron read that at the end of that long passage from James, true religion is that which cares for the orphans and the widows in their times of distress. And so in Acts 6, they elect deacons, and, and, and it works so well, in a way, that the practice has stuck. We still do it today. The apostles, the, the disciples were stretched thin, and they needed a way for the congregation to care for itself. And so... They elected these deacons, which allowed the disciples, the apostles, to fulfill their own call. And they separated proclamation from congregational care, you might say. And the congregation recognized these different roles among leaders. And they recognized the importance and power that comes through the congregation caring within itself. Deacons became so essential to the life of the church that, again, it still exists today. And it's not exactly the same today as it was then. But what is recognized is a ministry of care and connection that is deeply needed. Thinking about what we need spiritually makes an appropriate transition to that sixth tenet of the covenant that I read. That we will join a new congregation as soon as possible if we're ever to leave this place. Why? Because we need it. Christians need congregations. They need a place and a people to worship with. 
They need groups to help them grow in their faith. We need people to care for us. And the reality is we all have gifts that we can use to care for others. Those are just a few of the things we need. But, but we need a community of believers to share life and faith with. And there's many different ways that that expresses itself within the life of a church. Now today we've seen a few of those on display. The children sang. And children can learn to sing in many different places. Your kids can learn to sing in music class at school. At some point there will be a choir at school that they could join if, if they want to. There are community choirs, or if you have a particularly interested young person who really wants to learn how to sing, they could form their own rock band and really learn how to sing. They could get private voice lessons, but, but through, through none of those other means can they learn to sing the songs of faith and learn the way that faith can be infused into your life through the singing of songs. Our youth played bells. There's many benefits to learning to play the handbells, and many of those benefits overlap with other things you can do in your life. When you play the handbells, you learn to participate on a team with a group. You pay attention to a leader and you listen to those around you. You work together. You support one another. And some of that can be learned through sports or through clubs. But, it, but doing it within the context of a congregation deepens our appreciation for one another and heightens the awareness that it's not just someone playing bells next to me. It's a child of God who needs love and who loves me that is next to me. We need all of that and, and we need more. We have gifts to offer. And as we elect eight new deacons today, what we're recognizing in those eight are devotion, aptitude and ability to care, to be wise and to lead, and to represent the presence of God in and among us. In many ways, these deacons represent the things that the church teaches us. And they represent the best of what we desire from a congregation. We need deacons, though, because we need the church. We need them to do for us, and, and we need to support them in the work that makes this an organization that's different from any other organization that we are a part of. Because we don't just need the church for the sake of the church. But we need the church for the ministry of connection to one another and to the love of God that emerges as we go and as we grow. And ultimately, the need for the church is, is connected by, by the work of the deacons who operate like the hidden systems in the body. 
like blood vessels or nerves. The deacons work quietly underneath everything usually to keep every part of the body connected and alive and vibrant and well and hopefully powerful. And so we elect deacons not just to manage the money, to supervise the personnel, to maintain the facilities, to set policy, to fulfill tasks like leading in worship or standing by doors, or even administering the ordinances. But we elect deacons too through who they are and through what we aspire for them to be for us and what we aspire ourselves to be. We elect them to infuse the power of the Holy Spirit into the life of the congregation through the service they provide. And they maintain a powerful connection to the love of God with us and for us. Deacons connect us to one another and to the power of God. It is a high calling. It is a great responsibility. It is not always easy. But it represents the ministry of connection that we all deeply need. And we need deacons. So we're ordaining three new deacons. And we are installing eight. The other five have been ordained previously. And, and our need for them is emblematic of our need for a community and a congregation. Our need that, that, that 108 years ago, 106 years ago, the church said, we need the connection so bad that if we leave Oxford, we're going to join another church. Because we don't just need this church, we need the church. We need places to offer and receive words of support and care. We need places to see God work through our generosity. We need the church to support one another. We need the church to help us raise our children. We need the worship of the church to to be an hour of the week that we do something different and we do something in God's image that's different from every other hour when we do things in our own image. And so today we mix and match this sixth tenet that says you need the church even if you're not here. And we say the symbol of needing the church is needing these deacons to help us to be the church. And so today we take the first step to support them by laying hands on them. And in the coming days we will support them by, well, supporting them. By fulfilling our covenant to Oxford Baptist Church. By helping ourselves and helping one another grow in life and in faith and in love. And in ways that we cannot yet imagine God will work, but we trust God will work. Because we've engaged in a ministry of connection. And so today, we turn our hearts towards one another to conclude our service, believing that God has placed this call on these deacons, but also a call on us to love and bless and care for one another as they will lead us in the way. Will you pray with me?